0: Good morning and welcome to the Markets Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 3rd of November, and as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast It is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, it was the night of nights last night with the Federal Reserve coming out as anticipated uh, to raise rates. 75 basis points. All was well until Jerome Powell opened his mouth. And unfortunately, he went from a dove to a hawk in the space of his speech afterwards. And one uh, Twitter comment summed it up really well last night in terms of what the the power really meant, was we're not going to be happy until we throw the economy into a recession, crush the housing market and get a bunch of people laid off from their jobs. That's all we need to make the economy more stable. And so uh, once again, we saw the U.S. market sell off on the back of it. Uh, quite heavily in actual fact. And that pivot that people were going for actually doesn't look like a pivot at all. It actually looks like the federal fund terminal rate is higher than anticipated and although we may not see the 75 basis point rise repeated next time out, it could be higher for longer and that terminal rate higher in the end. So the market took a decidedly nasty turn uh, last night. The Dow Jones closing down 505 points or down 1.55% to 32,148 The high was up 419, the low was down 513, so closing pretty much on its lows. 1.5% though from the Dow falling, hardly a massive fall given that it was up nearly 14% in October. So we need to put it into some sort of perspective. Unfortunately though, the NASDAQ five days straight down, uh, down 3.36%. Uh, 366 points to 10,525 and the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle down 2.5%, 96 points to 37.60. Interestingly though, though, the VIX index, the volatility index, only rose a smidgling, up 02 of a percent. So nothing very exciting there. Over in the European markets though, uh, they hadn't really had a chance to see Jerome Powell pivot, then pivot again, and then pivot once more from hawk to dove to dove to hawk. I don't know quite where he ended up, but the stock 600 was down 0.3, FTSE down 0.6, Germany down 0.6, France down 0.8 of a percent. But certainly the uh, the US market's tumbling on the back of that. One thing he said, we still have some ways to go. And incoming data since our last meeting suggests that the ultimate level of interest rates will be higher Than previously expected. He also added it was premature to talk about pausing heights. We have a ways to go, said the central bank chair. So uh, the market did initially rally on the back of uh, the statement, uh, but unfortunately that didn't last. So certainly that terminal rate Uh, Not uh, particularly good. Now looking at 5%. uh, The IT sector in the S&P 500 was down 3.2%. And consumer discretionary was down 3.5%. So that's uh, not good news. Big tech had a terrible day. Another another day, five-day stretch of downs. um, And the group now in big tech lost as well as lost nearly a trillion dollars in market cap according to Goldman Sachs. That's the biggest ever market cap loss for the group over that time period. That's five days. We did see some economic data out last night from the U.S. as well. Private payrolls rose 239,000 last month after a revised 192,000 gain in September, according to the ADP Research Institute. Uh, The median forecast was for 185,000 advance. So the U.S. economy still quite strong, I have to say. And obviously that's playing at the back of Jerome Powell's mind. In terms of currencies and bonds on the back of that move from the Fed, we had the US dollar slightly easing 0.12% down for that US dollar index, the Aussie at 6352. We did see US 10 years up 3.8 basis points to 4.092 years, had a big rise on the back of that terminal rate rate, Potentially being around five percent, uh, which was higher than anticipated, they're starting to get fixated on the terminal rate. U.S. two years 4.60 percent. So uh, that is uh, not so good for markets, and we did see that. As far as U.S. stocks go, tech sector hit quite nastily. Apple was down 3.7 percent. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, was down 4.9. Google down 3.9, Microsoft 3.5, Amazon 4.8, Tesla 5.6, Netflix 4.8. In the banking sector, not quite so bad. We had uh, JP Morgan down just under 1%, Citigroup down 1.5, Goldman actually made a a positive day, 0.35 better, Bank of America 0.3, Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 7.4% last night. So, not good news for sq to here today. As far as commodities go, well, we did see Brent crude up 1.6% or $1.51, 96.16. WTI up 1.84%, $1.63 to $90 on the knocker. The gold price barely registered a pulse last night, $16.50 in US dollar terms, pretty much unchanged. Copper was down 0.2% Nickel, which has been bobbling about all over the place, very volatile recently had another good night up 3.2%, aluminium unchanged zinc pretty flat, lead pretty flat and tun down 0.8% looking at commodity stocks though across the board we had BHP down 3.1% Rio down nearly 4% so expect to see some losses today in those ones Freeport, McMoran down 5.7%, Alcoa down 7.6. Glencore down 1.8. Not so bad. Anglo down 3.5. Vale down nearly 5. And Albemarle in the lithium space down 4.5%. So lithium could be on the nose a little bit today. In other commodities, iron ore was up 2.5%. And Dalian Iron ore Futures had a big run as well yesterday on the back of some tweets uh, coming out from China, or WeChats, whatever they're called, uh, WeChat. Uh, that uh, said that maybe the Chinese economy was looking to reopen, uh, or at least partially reopen, next March. And there were plans being drawn up. Next March, plans being drawn up for a limited kind of open. But uh, some of those tweets have disappeared. Coal was better last night as well, 3.8% higher. So um, we may see those coal stocks continuing to be relatively firm. As far as other news out this morning... In our market, there's a report that steel giants warn demand for iron ore will remain weak as they face mounting losses due to soaring material costs, a weak property market, and COVID-19 controls. This is Chinese steel giants. In local news, we've also got the trade balance for September at 11.30. And Jonathan Kearns, who's the RBA Head of Domestic Markets, will participate on a panel called Wholesale Market Conditions and Resilience. That'll be certainly one to watch out for today. Heavily uh, followed that one for sure. We also today get uh, services, PMIs for October coming out of China. And in corporate news today, A2 Milk has received FDA approval to supply infant formula to the US. Uh, Wilson's, the broker, was pretty unimpressed with the BVS last night, which came out late. Never a good sign when they come out late uh, with some sort of update after hours. Uh, But they did last night. Wilson's pretty underwhelmed by the strategic review progress and business update and FY23 guidance that came out at 7.30 last night, trying to sneak it in when nobody was watching. Uh, But uh, I suspect... Everybody is watching and coming out after hours is never a good look. Same applied to Domino's, which came out with their business update yesterday as well. They slipped around 5.3% on the back of it. They've also got a court case kicking off today uh, about the underpayment of employees going back some years. And Chairman Jack Cowan has signed on for another three years. In the papers today as well, AUSTRAC is probing Sportsbet and Bet365. For money laundering, who would have thought that uh, wagering businesses are used for money laundering? And BHP wants Australia to ban new petrol cars by 2035. NearMap downgraded to neutral from Positive at Evans & Partners. And Leo Lithium has reported its uh, drilling results from its lithium project in Africa. Uh, 72 metres at 1.77% lithium Oxide from 71 meters, so uh, be interested to see how they go. Leo Lithium has been doing quite well uh, recently, so I'll keep an eye on that one today. And of course, saving the best till last in terms of those ASX SPY futures, which were down 113 points on the back of that US move last night. That does seem A little bit overdone, but the market has been in that range, 6,500 to 7,000. It was hovering around 7,000 yesterday, couldn't hang on to it. And now we're going to get walloped over the head. In theory today, down 113 points, obviously resources uh, could be a little bit weaker. Those BHP and Rio ADR prices, uh, BHP down 3.1 and Rio down nearly 4% is going to weigh on the resource sector, plus uh, we could see profit taking in the lithium space That Mile number down 4.5% probably provides a little bit of room for some profit-taking there. Banking sector may hold up slightly better. Of course, we do have uh, bank results next week from NABs and Westpac, and ANZ go ex-dividend as well on Monday. So uh, plenty going on in our market today, but certainly 113 points off the index uh, won't be particularly good if it does transpire. But uh, we'll just lock, I guess, that range into even more of a range, 6,500 to 7,000. So we shall see how it goes. Well, that's it from me today. Question of the day, though, is: On the back of the U.S. Federal Reserve, has Powell uh, become more dovish or more hawkish? Are we reading it wrong? Sometimes we do see the U.S. market actually reverse the initial knee-jerk on the day. So. Do you think that uh, Powell is uh, talking too tough or maybe talking uh, the reality of the situation in the U.S.? Well, that's it for me today. I'll put the question up on Facebook and uh, love to get your thoughts and ideas on that. But uh, it should be a bit of a nasty day today. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. May the trading gods be with you.